welcome to my very first episode of The Ink Cellar, where I will be discussing anything tattoo and art related, and probably even throw in a few unusual and spooky facts in there, because why not? Who doesn't love a few unusual and spooky stories? Um, so if you're interested in the above, go ahead and follow me. I will be posting new episodes once a week. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started on today's episode. So everyone knows the tattoos have been around for a really long time, but I'm not sure if anyone actually can grasp the idea of exactly how long tattoos have been existing on Earth. Um, the earliest known tattoo that we've been able to find on a human goes all the way back to like the 1300 BC era. Yeah, that's a long time. Um, it was found on a man, they call him Odys or Otis the Iceman. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, but he was found in the Alps in between Italy and Germany. And because he was so frozen, it actually preserved his skin, so we were able to identify these tattoos. Um, and he had many markings on him when he was found. No one really knows what these tattoos were for. Um, tattoos throughout the years and throughout history have been used for many different things. Um, we assume that his tattoos were used for you know, protection or religious reasons. Um, he could have even possibly been a criminal and was marked for that as well. But, you know, there's a lot of really weird tattoo trends that have gone throughout history. I mean, if you really think about it, what tattoos are now is nothing what they were like when they first began or even not even that long ago, tattoos were used for something completely different. So why don't we get into that a little bit? So although tattoos have been around for like a really long time, there are certain like time eras that when you think about, you don't really think about tattoos, right? Like the Victorian era, for example, you don't really think about tattoos and Victorian era. Like they just don't really go hand in hand. They aren't related. You don't picture just somebody walking around in the Victorian era wearing a big old dress or a full-on suit and covered in tattoos, right? Because I know I sure don't. But it's actually not true. So a lot of people had tattoos back then. And most of them were either criminals, pirates, or slaves. Uh, but there were also the opposite side of the spectrum that had tattoos as well. So in fact, aristocrats, royalty, and wealthy people had tattoos. It was used as a status symbol in society to basically say like, hey, see this? I'm fucking rich. I'm important, okay? It's basically what it was used for. So either the poverty and criminal restricted people had tattoos or the wealthy and important people had tattoos. And it was used as a way to basically separate the levels of society with just simply tattoos, uh, which is actually pretty sad because they were marking them permanently as something that they were going to be known for for the rest of their lives. So it's not like 
buying a car and being like, hey, you see this Ferrari? This means I'm rich. Or having like a little beater car and being like, yeah, this means I'm poor. Like these were permanent things. So it's like once you had this tattoo, you were either marked as wealthy, royalty, important, or as a bad person pretty much for the rest of your life. And although that did change later, it was a really weird and kind of demeaning trend that they went on during this time era, right? And a lot of people don't even know about it. So this social status tattoo trend eventually ended, well, I wouldn't say ended, but went in a different direction, right? So the tattoo ink recipes that they were using back during this time era consisted of fireplace soot, insect eggs, and urine, unfortunately which caused a lot of infections and diseases to spread among people who were getting these tattoos. And they already had many other diseases and plagues going on during this time too due to the lack of intelligence and medicine control. So they decided that maybe we shouldn't be tattooing this royal princess and giving her a skin infection. She will look terrible when she goes to the royal ball, and we cannot have that. So they kind of shifted away from royalty and aristocrats having tattoos, because God forbid that they get sick or look awful for a couple of days. Um, and tattoos started to take a different shift as you move forward into like the 1940s during World War II. Tattoo trends got really different and really interesting and honestly really stupid in my opinion. So during the 1930s and 1940s, during World War II, there was a lot of catastrophe going on in the world, whether it was a soldier in war or a family back home that couldn't afford to eat and were coming down with mental and physical illnesses. So there was a lot going on and a lot of sickness. And because of this, it was really important to know what your blood type was. And the tattoo trend for this time era was to actually get your blood type tattooed on yourself so that you wouldn't forget or in case of a medical emergency, the doctors could just look at your tattoo and be like, oh, this person's, you know, O positive or B negative and so forth. And Although this was a good idea, because people, especially soldiers in the war, many of them weren't even coming home. And the ones who were actually lucky to make it out alive often needed, like, really bad medical attention. And most of the time, this consisted of blood transfusions. And to do this, you had to know your blood type. Now, the only problem with all of this is that without modern technology like we have today, it was really hard to figure out what someone's blood type was. And it wasn't like how it is today. I mean, you get hurt nowadays, you just go to the hospital and they're like, oh, you need blood? Don't worry, I got, I got you some blood. You're covered. Back then, it wasn't like that. You needed blood, you had to go find somebody who had the blood type you needed and get it from them to do a blood, blood transfusion. So it wasn't so easy. And that's why this was so important to actually know what your blood type was. And the problem was is that people didn't. 
And although they were being tested and told their blood type was one thing, it actually turned out to be a whole nother thing in a lot of different cases, and they would actually end up in worse condition than they were to begin with. So they decided that, hey, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Like, I don't think these people really know what their blood type is, and maybe we're better off just not tattooing that on ourselves. Okay? Okay. So around the same time era, in 1936 to be exact, is when social security cards were released to society. And with this being such a new thing, they wanted people to make sure that they memorized their social security numbers. They were encouraged not to carry their social security cards with them, much like we are today, in case it gets stolen or lost. So they were told, memorize these numbers. Well, with this being such a new and different thing, these numbers were really long and really hard for people to actually try and memorize the whole thing. So what they started doing was actually tattooing their social security numbers on themselves. And it was often in a pretty easy place, like their arms or their necks, their shoulders. So these were pretty much areas that anybody could really see, right? They did this in case they needed it. Uh, back then, social security numbers were used for a lot of things because it was a new way to identify somebody. So it, you needed it a lot more than you need it now. And so they were encouraged to memorize it. And if you couldn't memorize it, they encouraged you, actually encouraged you, to tattoo your social security number on yourself. They even had propaganda that supported the idea of tattooing this social security number on yourself so you wouldn't forget. And that's how common and trendy it was during this time, which, as you well know, did not end well. I mean, how could it, right? So a lot of people were getting their identities stolen some people were even getting murdered and skinned for their tattoo. And there was even, not proven cases, but there were even some reported cases of people trying to sew somebody else's social security number that they cut off from somebody, try to sew it on themselves and claim to be that person. So... It, it definitely had a dark turn in society to tattoo your social security number on yourself. And um, I could see why. It, not such a great idea. So another tattoo trend throughout history um, is actually a pretty funny one if you really think about it. It's actually quite clever. So during the Stalin era, uh, Russians were not allowed to shoot uh, pictures of Stalin or Lenin. So a lot of prisoners got the idea to tattoo images of Stalin on themselves so that the Russian guards couldn't shoot them because there was a picture of Stalin or Lenin on them. So it was a pretty clever way of getting a guarantee to live another day. Um, and, I mean, there was a lot of people who did, in fact, use tattoos in a clever way like this. There are plenty of examples of it. 
Maude Wagner, for example, also known as the Tattooed Lady, is a really good example of a clever way to use a tattoo trend. So Maude Wagner, if you don't know who she is, she was one of the freaks in the traveling circus during like the 1920s. She was one of the first known women to basically be covered in tattoos. And she used this in a clever way as a way to encourage women empowerment. And it actually had a lot to do with the stance on women's rights during the 1920s simply because of her. And by doing so, there were the openings to a lot of tattoos in the beauty industry. Uh, a lot of women started getting tattooed makeup, mostly eyeliner during the 20s, um, and they would also get like little beauty marks tattooed on themselves, which eventually opened up a whole new world into cosmetic tattooing. But overall, it was a pretty clever way to use tattoo trends in a more positive way, in a more positive outlook. There are actually a lot of famous people throughout history that have had tattoos and weren't afraid if anyone knew about them. One of them is Winston Churchill. He had a tattoo on his chest of a blue skull that he tattooed himself while he was incarcerated as a young kid. He also had a snake tattooed around his wrist that his mother actually tattooed on him. Um, and then there is Theodore Roosevelt, our former president. He had a tattoo of his family crashed on his chest. And uh, it's people like this that really kind of helped move tattoos into a more positive outlook among society, right? Because they were always somewhat known as a negative thing. And the few moments that they weren't known as a negative thing, um, eventually they turned back into a negative trend. And this just went on and on and kind of did a game of cat and mouse throughout history. And now we're at a point where tattoos are a lot more accepted and just because you have a tattoo doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. You're not going to get looked at differently. Although there are going to be those people who still will, unfortunately. Overall, the tattoo trends have really changed in a drastic way. If you really think about tattoos throughout history, right? With all of that being said, with going through the past and present with different tattoo trends. Um, let me know what you guys think the current tattoo trends are, whether they're negative or positive ones. It's kind of interesting to see what everyone's thoughts are on what is currently trendy. Although today's trends are usually used as more of an artistic freedom kind of trend. Um, but you might be surprised what some people think and what some people find trendy. So that's all for this episode, guys. Thanks for watching, listening, and um, come back for more. See ya.